Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Innovation Room Podcast. My name is Tori Homan, and I am one of your hosts, joined today by my co-host, Jonathan Yasko. Really, really excited to be here to discuss this very interesting, very relevant topic. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to be here. I'm super excited for the, the talk today because uh, AI is, you know, a topic across all realms of business. And um, our, our guest today definitely has some interesting insights on how to use AI, um, not only just how to uh, use it to boost marketing efforts, um, but also just how to utilize a AI in your everyday uh, work and day-to-day -day life and also where AI is headed in the future. All right, y'all, before I introduce our guests, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our channel or find the audio version of this episode wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm really, really excited to introduce our guest for today. This is Sean Black. He's the Regional Vice President of Business Development with CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. He's been in the industrial and facility management space for over 15 years. Uh, he's a speaker, author, and a fellow podcaster. So we're really, uh, really delighted to have him on. He hosts the podcast service Evolution with CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. So, Sean, thank you so much for joining us today. We're really happy that you're here. Oh, I'm excited to be here. It's going to be a great yeah, show. For sure. So before we jump into our actual topic, tell us a little bit about how you kind of got into facilities and marketing. Yeah. So... So marketing, it's kind of interesting. I've been, um, I've been in business development and marketing and sales for pretty much almost 30 years now. And uh -huh. so for, I started when I was 19 in, in B2B and I've been doing it ever since, um, going through different roles, different leadership positions. And then for facility management, it's, I think like most people, it wasn't a planned event. <laughs> people kind of just <laughs> fall into uh, FM. Um, but I'm glad it did because it's been a, a really interesting journey so far. Um, I was working in an electrical contractor uh, here in San Diego, and, and we grew them so much, uh, you know, but the problem was that I was worried about 110 hours a week because <laughs> I was doing a lot of roles, and um, I was in burnout. So I decided that was not for me. And then um, yeah. I ended up getting connected with a general contractor um, and, and met with Jim Robinson, who's our CEO here, and was one of the toughest interviews I ever had in my life. I had like three interviews, a uh, group interview. I had an IQ test. I had, I had, to, I had per, like two different personality tests. I'm like, listen, this better be the best job I've ever got in my life to go through all this trouble. Uh, but, it, but I did get the job, of course, and... And uh, it's been really interesting ever since. You know, it's, it's been a great experience. Even in the last year, uh, AI, AI has grown tremendously. By 2027, uh, the AI market is predicted to be worth $407 billion. Uh, so, Sean, can you give us like a brief overview of where um, the AI industry, industry is right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> brief, well, right? That's kind of a loaded question. Uh, here's that's a day by day, hour by hour question at right. this point. Um, the AI industry is exploding. It is yeah. literally recreating itself day by day. Um, you know, there's so much movement and turmoil. We have 
you know, past CEOs coming from OpenAI going to uh, um, Google. Was it Google or Bing? Bing? I think it's Bing. Bing, yeah. Yeah, Microsoft, right. Yeah, they hired them. (laughs) Yeah, so, and, you know, Microsoft has has an agreement with uh, OpenAI and their partners to to a great extent now with Bing. And so the movement industry is insane. The changes in the technology are are even more insane. Uh, you know, there's open pieces of code right now out there. Uh, well, there's so much we can go into. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even I don't even have to keep track of it. I try to keep up uh, track with it. You know, I have some really great podcasts that I listen to, and some really good YouTube channels, and. I was even listening last night. I'm like, wow, this is getting really crazy. Uh, the amount of stuff that's going on. The reality is AI is being utilized already so much in uh, healthcare and, uh, yeah. you know, in other industries, retail, uh, you name it. NFM, you know, it is evolving very quickly to be able to give us really great tools the vast majority of the tools are, are really related around data collection and yeah. and utilizing that data to be able to give us some kind of predictive outcome and then being able to use right. that predictive outcome to make changes in facility maintenance before things break, essentially. Yeah, and with the advancements, I mean, it's like uh, it's changing everything for, for workers at all levels, you know, from the CEO on down. Um, what do you think a lot of these, like a little more in depth on what the impact that you see them having for, um, you know, just for everyday employees? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's going to be interesting. The everyday employee. Okay, well, here's what I would say about that. The ones that learn how to use AI will right. keep and excel in their jobs, and the ones who don't won't. Right. It's going yeah. kind of, to really boil down to that. What is happening is AI is going to 10x a person's ability, right? You know, and whether you're in marketing or sales or those are great applications, really good ones that I'm familiar with. But when you get into engineering and and programming, even project management, if you're not using this stuff, you're going to be so far behind. And I mean, like using it today. Yeah. Because tomorrow, even you're far behind, and and the further you get behind on this, the harder it's going to be to catch up. It, it doesn't even have to replace everything you're doing. It can just supplement, right? I mean, you could be um, good, and it's going to turn you into a great employee or a great worker, you know? And yeah. So, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because what I'm seeing is what it is doing is it is enhancing what you're what you suck at, you know? <laughs> so, so like you can't really. At connecting with people and and uh, but you're horrible at uh, planning. Well, guess what? AI can really plan that out for you, and it's great right. at it. You're right. If you're a coder and you're, uh, I don't know anything about coding. We'll just, <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say it was going to enhance what you're really bad at um, right. because it will shore up that, and then you can then that person can go all in on what they're great at. And then continue to enhance that and become superpowers. It kind of balances them out. If the person who's using AI versus the person who doesn't, that's going to be the difference. Is they're not going to have right. the same weaknesses they used to. True. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I see. I see the same thing. And with that comes a lot of um, you know challenges facing AI. 
um, you know, not only from development, but also like privacy and regulatory issues. What are what are some of your thoughts on some of those primary challenges? Because I mean, they're big, right? And how do you really regulate yeah. that? And I think the genie's out of the bottle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the problem with that is you can't get it put back in. Right. Um, and the faster, <laughs> I, I don't know, I'm not a really huge fan of U.S. government or any kind of government regulation, <laughs> but the, the, try, the time they're trying to grasp on and regulate what's going on, the time they, by the time they figure out, let's do this, it's already going to be changed. Right. It's moving that fast. Uh, and you guys know, like, OpenAI is the most, uh, the fastest growing app uh, or, or application of all time, like in history. Yes. Like, right. it blew away anything out on the market. And now all these other ones are basically utilizing it or their own AI. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're growing so fast at a rate that's even beyond, like, Moore's Law. It's, like, it's way past what is, Moore's like, law. yeah, yeah you know, like, technology doubling. No, this is doubling, like, in weeks. So it's it's kind of scary. It's, it's scary, but it's awesome at the same time. So regulatory, right. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's too far past that. Yeah, they're just going to have to wait for it to simmer down and then try and regulate it on the back end or, Good or luck. something. Yeah. The, re the reality <laughs> is, I mean, yeah, the reality is. Well, and then if, if the AI is good enough, right, you can then just say, how do I get around these regulations? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, listen. The reality is, anytime a new technology gets rolled out uh, in in the history of mankind, there's always someone that takes advantage of it and uses it for the wrong purpose. It's just going to happen, you know. And I can't remember there was oh, there was a great study on this that basically said I think it was like one out of every eight or eight hundred. I can't remember the numbers. I'll have to find it, find it for you guys, but. The point is, is that the bad actors are far less than the people who are contributing yeah, to society right. using any kind of technology, whether it's the longbow, you know, when that came right. out versus, you know, open yeah. AI. Right. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen some predictions on kind of when people think AI is going to hit or, or this iteration of AI is going to hit its peak. And the one I saw most commonly was like five or six years. What do you what do you think? What have you been hearing from other experts? And... Guys, in five or six years, our economy is going to crash twice, at least. Oh, yeah. It's just the what's going to happen with this stuff is it's going to create such an a incredible, incredible, incredible amount of abundance mm -hmm. and opportunity, mm -hmm. not necessarily in wealth or, or any kind of monetary compensation. It can for the person who uses it and gets on board and starts working with it. But the reality is there's going to be so much opportunity out there that the current way of measuring dollars and cents and what's going on in the economies and being able to take a company from zero to a billion dollars yeah. is, is going to be half. The, it used to be that it would take, you know, tens of thousands of people to drive a company that size. Right. right. And then technology shrank that down. I think, I don't know how many employees Facebook has, but it's not that many, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and, and that, that number keeps getting smaller and smaller. I was listening to a great podcast uh, that was basically saying, Hey, the next billion dollar company will be three people. Right. Because of AI, because of the 10 X or plus effect that AI has on the marketplace. Um, and that is going to greatly 
change the way everything is done in business. It, it's just going to blow. Anything we think is possibly going to happen right now in the next five years, we have no clue. It's going to be completely blown way, way further than we think is going to happen. Anything's going to happen. It's just going to be nuts. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm both like excited and terrified to think about it. And, yeah. you know, someday when I'm 75 and hopefully I get to have grandkids, like I remember as a kid, I was assigned projects where call your grandma and ask her what it was like when JFK died or, you know, right. get some of that historical perspective. And so I just, it just sort of makes me wonder like one day if, maybe if the robots haven't taken over, uh, yeah. will my grandkids call me and say, grandma, what was it like when AI happened? What, you know, what mm. was that experience like? And we're, I mean, we're living history right now. It's yeah. It's, it's probably one of the most exciting times of your life. It's crazy yeah. to say that, but if you think of it this way, this is how I look at you to answer your question in five years. Imagine today's dial up AOL mm. and five years is actually where we are today. Right. That's how far I think it's going to jump. It, it took 20, 30 years for that to happen. Yeah. I think that's going to happen in five years, that kind of advancement. Wow. It, it's, yeah. It's not going to be, we're not going to even recognize the, the, the marketplace based on what's happening right now. Uh, almost, it's practically unfathomable. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. ARs, AR, VR, all of those are going to be involved. I already, I'm already saw, I, the other day, I think I was talking to you. Well, that's worrying. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, you know what? The next step is VR or AR is coming to cars. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And sure enough, I saw, uh, was it an Audi? Oh, man. It was like a, a supercar. And they had AR, and every instrument in the car was AR. Oh, wow. Every wow. instrument. And giving you directions on the road, just like I knew it was going to happen, all AR. Has the complete, like, your mapping and, and topographic map. Everything in AR. Wow. It's going to be nuts. That's, and that's the top of the line right now. So in five years, it's going to be standard. It's wild. <laughs> wild. <laughs> <sighs> I know. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited to see what happens here. So, Sean, we've talked about kind of AI broadly. I want to drill down a little bit into what AI and marketing looks like. Obviously, this is really where a lot of your expertise lies. Um, and we've talked about employees kind of reskilling, upskilling, or just having to adapt, right, to the marketplace. Um, so what are some of these new AI innovations that people in marketing are implementing right now? How is that changing what it means to be a marketer? Yeah, great question. Uh, it's changing everything. I mean, every aspect of my life is being changed. Uh, I'm one of those uh, sci-fi, you know, early tech geeks. So I, as soon as this came out, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. I'm so excited. So I've been hopping into this for a while. Um, you know, since it was even developed, I, I was, I don't know, I was definitely not the first to get the account. I was right, I was not far behind. <laughs> so I, uh, it's gonna be crazy. I'll give you an example. Right now, um, GPT has agents. Are you guys familiar with this? I don't think so. Okay. So you can create, it's brand new, it's a, I think it's a day or two old. So oh, okay. you can create GPT agents, which in, in the past, if you had the history and you kept it and you trained the history of the, of the chat, you could do something very similar, but not nearly as detailed as this. Okay. So I'll give you an example. 
um, this week I've created because I'm I'm a staff of one, <laughs> so in my company, and so I'm like, man, if I had a uh, a copy editor, and if I had a SEM expert and uh, or SEO expert, and I, and I had all these different positions as a marketing agency would have internally, that would be awesome. So guess what I did? I created them. Oh yeah. I every single position. I still have about probably five more to create. I went through and created these GPT agents that right now do not work autonomously, but the code has already been written for them to work autonomously. So what I will do is I will go to the director and they all have names and they all have identities and they all have personalities because that's part of setting these up and they all have tonality and how they communicate. So they're essentially autonomous bots that will be working together like a team. And so I will punch in, Hey guys, I have uh, a new project coming up and this is what we're going to be doing. So I will give it to you, the director and go, I want it done by Friday and, uh, and I need proofs by Wednesday go boom. And it will start working with, I don't know how long it's going to take. I, I know it's going to be a hell of a lot quicker than that. So, but it will start taking all their information and go from department to department to, to department and prove and do everything and then spit out a product for me. That has already been proved by an editor. Wow. Yeah. So that's happening right now. The autonomous agent code is already out. It's not quite working yet, but I would say probably within the next couple of weeks it would be. And that's wild that you're normally, normally when you hear a phrase like that, you're like, mm, maybe in six months. Uh-huh. No, you know, no. no. Couple, Thanks, couple, couple weeks, weeks, I would say. Yeah. Wow. It's not. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's an insane innovation. So what was this? Maybe two months ago, uh, you, Sean, you had done a little experiment kind of plugging some of my information from my LinkedIn page into ChatGPT. Yeah. GPT. And you had it kind of do like a psychographic behavioral analysis of me and also put me in a disk profile. It did. Um, and it was... It was pretty accurate, really accurate. accurate. Um, And a lot of companies are kind of already using this generative AI to perform similar analysis uh, for people for just targeted and personalized ads. And so talk to me about the value of AI's ability to just take large amounts of personal data, analyze, and then spit out an ad or write copy, whatever it is that reaches a lot of people. It's going, I can't, I keep saying it's going to change everything. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, I heard a really cool example about this. We're one of the most connected societies on the earth right now. And yeah. uh, it's only getting more connected with cameras. We have cameras everywhere. So yeah. you add the camera and you connect it to AI and that data you're talking about collecting mm-hmm. is in real time. And right. so then what you're talking about is say for, and I heard this example it was so good. Say a fashion designer in London wants to know what the trends are in New York right now for outerwear. Mm-hmm. Type send. Access all the cameras in New York. View everyone who's on the subway. Look at their out of their outwear everywhere because there's cameras everywhere in New York, mm-hmm. and right. you can get that data. It will break it down to you by trend. And so now having that data, you yeah. can now say, okay, well this is what's trending. And, you know, um, let me design something around that for this season right now. So you can be able to make decisions in real time based on data in real time. 
which then in turn changes everything. The person who has access to the data has access to uh, what's happening currently. And so whatever they produce will be relative, uh, relevant now. Where the person who's designing for next fall has no clue. I mean, they, they right. think they do, but they don't. So how's it gonna change? It's gonna change by whoever has the best AI tools wins. That's how it's going to change. And the person who knows how to use them best, that's how it's going to change. The data collection is, it's already there. Mm -hmm. It's just, and it's going to get crazier because every time we sign up a new app, we give everything away. Um, yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> all the terms and conditions, nobody reads them, right? No. I mean, no one reads them. I'm sure. You probably got to name your firstborn son GPT or something. I, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't they, know I signed up for that. <laughs> everyone knows so much more about me than I ever wished I knew. So, yeah. you know, and for people like us guys, we have hundreds of hours of voice and imaging on live. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Imagine. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, it's a little scary. I was thinking about the other day with all the, the, all the cloning tools and what you can do with them and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, the collection of the data is the person who has access to it and is able to utilize it is going to be able to excel their career, excel their life uh, personally, uh, and then and financially. It's going to be a huge game changer. Yeah, absolutely. And it does kind of bring to mind for me, right, you're, you're saying people who have the best AI tools and who can utilize them the most effectively are going to come out on top. What happens to the human element? Because that's still important to people. Right. Uh, how do we stay connected? How do we maintain really authentic? I mean, I don't is that even the right word? Authentic creativity? I don't know. I have, I have a little. Yeah, that's a great question you know? because, yeah, that's a great question because there's so much early bias mm -hmm. against using AI saying, oh, well, it's not really you. Yeah. I, I, I disagree. I put a lot of thought into stuff. And when I use AI, yeah. I put a lot of time and a lot of thought. The things that it does for me is it allows me to format and create so much faster, mm -hmm. right? Our little experiment the other day in our mm -hmm. in our leadership stuff, we you know I was able to create an entire uh, program for, for us to learn from it as an example very quickly, including graphics for for this entire presentation, and it didn't. It took me half hour, you yeah. know. Yeah, and it was pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. So to to give a little background on this, um, we were assigned to create kind of a kind of a script of, of a workplace team and to implement some of or most of the principles that we've been learning about in this leadership class into the script so you could see how it would kind of play out in real life. And yeah, Sean, you like plugged in plugged in um, pieces or all of our textbook and it spit out this awesome uh, script and did exactly what we wanted it to. Came up with these beautiful graphics that would have taken an illustrator, you know, like days and days to create days <laughs> yeah right. it was it was amazing really, yeah, yeah very very impressive um it so this begs another question for me which is that my personal approach to ai in my own workflow is pretty ad hoc like it's a little bit it's a little bit piecemeal i use it when i can where i can um and i think that that's true for a lot of people in some of these small to mid-sized companies but what would you say to those folks kind of about the pros and cons of having a more concentrated AI strategy, which it sounds like you definitely have, like you're using it all the time and I'm not using it all the time, only sometimes. So, yeah. so what are the pros and cons of that? 
I don't know. You know, the pros are obviously the more you use it, the more adapt you are at mm -hmm. the technology, the quirky you're learning, it's how it's changing. And mm -hmm. you can be ahead of that curve. Mm -hmm. I think the cons are don't let yourself get lazy and mm -hmm. doing your doing right. the, your due diligence, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to let AI generate content for you without proofing the content, without reading the content, without mm -hmm. understanding it. Most of the content I generate, I write and I have AI help me make it better. Refine it, yeah. You know, uh, refine it. And, and that's where I think AI comes in. There are, you can certainly go hit send and give me everything. With the right, right prompt, yeah. it will. And I think the other thing is having an all-in strategy will allow you to really utilize AI so much more effectively in a quicker time. Mm -hmm. Because once you get really using it, in using the prompts and understanding what prompts and doing the research on the prompts, by the way, mm -hmm. because you can go out on YouTube right now, YouTube University, right? And you can learn all these prompts. And I've learned the, the best prompt I've learned so far is uh, I want you to write this in conversational tone using oh. less jargon and, mm -hmm. and make it Spartan. I knew the hell Spartan meant. I had to look that word up. You know, but basically it just meant shorter and more precise. I'm like, oh, cool. So that prompt changed everything on my responses and it made it so much more human-like. Mm. So much. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, so where should people start if they're like, no, I know I really need to dig into creating yeah. a concentrated strategy. Where do you start? Go to YouTube. <laughs> I yeah. would honestly okay. go straight okay. to YouTube and go, and there is beginning... There is literally a training course is free on how to use chat GPT from start to finish today, wow. because tomorrow will be obsolete. But today there's it's still there <laughs> and you can get on it and go through that. And within a half hour, you, you're going to be pretty up to date with what's going on and then just dive into it. I started diving into it and, and just exploring, not knowing. And that's what I ended up doing is going to YouTube and learning, but I didn't have to really learn how to use it. I figured it out pretty quickly. It's not that hard. But I would tell you this, I don't even use Google anymore. Oh, wow. At all. Wow. Like maybe wow. once in a while, but hardly ever. If I need something, I go to chat, go to chat four, it's connected to the internet, and then it gives me everything I need. So tying right into that, being a marketer yourself, um, how long do you think it's going to take before somebody monetizes that? Because if you're saying, I mean, aside from a subscription, right? Today. If you're yeah, today. <laughs> it's already done. Yeah, the yeah. monetization's already happening. Chad is giving you the ability to create GPT bots, right? But they're also saying, hey, these are already made. You want to buy them? And oh, not only right. that, they have, they have a marketplace now open up where you can create uh, a GPT that's really done well, and you can sell it. So how are right? So that's money to GPT, right? Google makes all its money by selling other companies yeah. slots. So how do you see AI getting monetized? Because like you said, you know, you don't use Google anymore. I'm sure that makes Google freak out, you know, because if, if everybody can get the answers through something that is free, right? It's open, um, but then it has its own upsells. They're going to lose a huge amount of revenue. Yeah, their revenue is based on the traffic, right? right. So um, I don't think it's going to go that far because they already have Bard. 
right? They have their own AI, uh, which right. is very good. And I use Bard and I use Bing. I don't like Bing as much. Sorry, Bing. Um, <laughs> but I like Bard. It's pretty good. When I can't get what I need from chat, I'll go to Bard. And then quite often oh, I will use Bard and chat at the same time and, and use them against each other or in, in working with each other. It just works really well. It's just a click, paste, paste. Oh, cool. Click, paste. Oh, okay. And it goes really fast getting what I need. Um, if I'm, especially from a marketing standpoint, if I'm trying to find out information, I'm building a customer profile on a company, this is great. This is where I can get all the information I want, double check it. Uh, I can get, you know, company's revenue, how many stores they have, how many employees they have, what, you know, what's their turnovers like. There's all kinds of stuff you can find right. out. And uh, that kind of stuff is what helps you build customer profiles. And then from there, I continue on to the individuals. And that's where, you know, the, the disk profile and all this other stuff comes into, into play. If they have it out there where people can actually read it and, and, and they have, they're using social media. Some of the people in our industry don't like at all. We'll have like yeah. a profile with no picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, you're not. No. <laughs> so yeah, there's um, I mean there's there's so much that is going to change for us in in the upcoming thirty days and year, and when it comes to the use of this stuff, it's, it's going to be crazy, you guys. Yeah. Tori's oh, I'm, I, <laughs> it's well, too much. As, as you know, in prepping for the show, I'm, I'm like, Sean has so much insight. I'm so excited to talk to him about it, but you know, <laughs> it's also, it's a, it's a little, no, no, it's, it's such good information, but, uh, but, but scary and, and just the, the breadth and depth of it is, is a bit overwhelming. I mean, yeah, I honestly just think if here's the goal is people just need to hop in and start learning. Mm -hmm. They do. Right. You know, and. Mm -hmm. There's going to be the 12 o'clock flashers still out there. You know, the, the people who have their VCRs that flash 12 o'clock, those people still exist. They're, right. not going to use, they're not going to use technology in a way. And, you know, at that point, they're just going to be lost in, this, in the crowd here. It's just, it's going to happen. And, uh, and that's okay. You know, there's someone with AI will be able to figure out how to take care of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the upside is here is, is everything we're talking about. The, the downside is the best scenarios were pets of AI uh, or were food, <laughs> you know? Right. So yeah. one of the two, we're going get, to get used to our overlord, uh, you know, coming to play. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Which I think that's kind of the other question in the AI space or, or when you're talking about artificial general intelligence, right? Is for it to be a general intelligence, does it have to be conscious, sentient? And there are, we talked about this in our last podcast a little bit, but there are different experts who, who say different things. They're like, oh, it's just a matter of scaling. Some people say, no, it doesn't track like the human brain does. And so we can't call it intelligence. Right. Um, and uh, so Sean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, does AI need to become conscious, sentient? No. No. Will it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, you know, here's the thing: is uh, the weird thing is, uh, you know, at some point, um, it, it will be. 
Yeah. It just, it will be. I, I, as scary as that is, it just will be. I don't, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it'd be as soon as people think. I, you yeah, know, I um, and, 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 and here's the thing also is one AI is not going to take over the world because there's multiple AIs. Mm-hmm. And if one's conscious, the other was not far behind, we'll have multiple conscious AIs. We, you know, we'll have AIs protecting us from other AIs. It's not going to be just like, you know, iRobot where they're taking over an entire city and trying to take over the world. And if they right. do, there's going to be other AIs standing in their way. Okay. Well, we make, we're making the AIs to do that. So, you know, it, it's going to yeah. be interesting. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. Wow. Soon okay. though. <laughs> My mind is spinning, Sean. Right. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, this, I mean, for every possible purpose that we have, AI is going to be integrated into it. It's just that's what it's going to come down to. Right. Wow. Yep. Yeah. What, well, Sean, thank you so much for joining us. This has been such an awesome conversation. Yeah, definitely. And a scary one, but but really, really good. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. It was fun to be on. Thank you. So, Jonathan, what an amazing episode. Yeah, like, it definitely was. Stuff. What are your top takeaways? How do you see AI kind of impacting marketing sales beyond? Uh, I mean, I think like uh, Sean said, it's just going to be a huge game changer. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway for me, especially with Sean clearly knowing so much about AI and its uh, abilities, is just how um, he compared the next five years to being um, – dial up AOL internet to where we're at now. Yeah. Um, and that, that takes me, that's my whole life basically. Cause I remember that growing up. So it's like, you're taking, you know, 30, 40 years and all of that technological advancement he thinks is going to be compressed into five years. Um, to me, that's just huge. And it's like, I mean, it's going to be great to see, uh, and right. it'll be great, you know, if it actually happens. Um, so it's one of those things that I, I think I need to ask AI to remind me in five years to, <laughs> yeah. to get in touch with Sean to see to see where it's at. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I would agree with you and just kind of echo that sentiment of the pace. Right. The stuff is moving is, I mean, almost not. I'm almost not able to comprehend it. Um, I mentioned this on our last episode, but I had written a blog over the summer. I think it was about artificial general intelligence and everything that I wrote in that blog is if not obsolete entirely, it's at least partially obsolete. Right. Um, yeah. Just and it might it's... just be obsolete in the next month. Exactly. <laughs> According to John, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So the, the pace is like, if you need to be, you needed to be on board with AI like yesterday or probably months ago, honestly. Right. Um, so, so I think just to those folks out there who aren't, if you haven't even interacted with AI at all, like set up a chat GPT account and start, start playing around with it. Even if it's just, um, just really silly things like find me or write me a recipe for queso or whatever it is. Right. yeah, one of my things, I'm a big Office fan, right? So one of the yeah. one of the things that I did when I was playing around with ChatGPT was I asked it to give me Office trivia, you know? Like, oh, yeah. hey, give me, give me some. And so, I mean, it was fun, and I actually had an answer wrong. So it was like, 
I, I, and it was it was really interesting that it was interactive like that, that I said, well, actually, your answer to number nine is wrong. And then it said, well, why is that? And I said, well, this is why. And they said, whatever, you know, so it was like just right. it was like you were actually interfacing with somebody and you right. weren't. It was, it's it's a computer that is, is doing that. And right. um, ultimately, it realized that I was right because, you know, right. humans are superior. Are. Right. Yes, you know? we are. We are. We are. Who knows for how long, but for right, right. now. For right and, now. And I think that, you know, to what Sean had mentioned too, that you can even ask it to adjust its tone to be more conversational. Yeah. So even if it's spitting out copy for you or you're you're interacting with it and um, you know, doing doing trivia with it, it I mean can be, right. It sounds like a person, which is scary, especially for you know, I was talking to a friend yesterday and He's a big music guy, loves, um, is a drummer, like loves all that stuff. And was talking about how someone had taken like an old, really grainy recording of, I think it was a Paul McCartney song. Oh, okay. And they just released a documentary about the Beatles or something. And um, they had taken this grainy recording. AI had like been able to separate out all these different pieces. They refined the recording and then they just released it as like a new a song. song. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's so, yeah. so like you can find it on, you know, Apple music or whatever. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but I will try to find it and link it below. But even little things like that, like the applications yeah. from, if you're a music buff to an office fan, to someone trying to, you know, uh, write a script for, um, yeah, a screenplay or a movie. Or a screenplay. Yeah. yeah. Or even, you know, publishers who are like, we want to write, 10,000 children's books this year, right. boom, AI go and do that. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you can sit there and think about it all day long and never really fully run out. Grasp. Yeah. Yeah. All the ways that it can augment, uh, what we do. But yeah, so thanks everybody for joining us on the innovation room podcast. Uh, don't forget to like share and subscribe, uh, to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Yep. Drop us a comment below. Let us know what you thought about this topic today. Uh, talk to us about what topics you'd like to see us discuss in the future, and we will see you guys next time.